Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. I am your host, Becky Easton. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, and I want to talk a little bit about um, Anne Heche um, and what is going on with her current estate as it goes through the probate process. And so with a quick reminder that I'm not your attorney unless we have an agreement to that effect. So this is meant to be general legal advice for educational purposes, not tailored specific legal advice um, catered to your individual situation. So don't take this as legal advice for your situation. Um, If there is something that you'd like to discuss further, with um, an attorney, I highly recommend you do that either by scheduling with me. If you're in Arizona or Colorado, you can hop on my calendar by going or by calling my front desk at 480-999-4455. And you can also find a personal family lawyer near you at personalfamilylawyer.com. So Actress Anne Heche died this August following a tragic car accident in which she plowed her vehicle into a West Los Angeles home where it then burst into flames. After being pulled from the wreckage, the Emmy Award-winning actress was hospitalized in critical condition, suffering from severe burns and smoke inhalation. The fiery accident left Heche brain-dead and comatose, but she was kept alive on life support for seven days in order to identify a suitable recipient for her organs. And that was in line with the actress's wishes, according to a statement from her publicist. After a successful match with organ donors, Heche was removed from life support on August 14th, and then she died shortly thereafter. She was only 53 years old. Heche is survived by two young sons. Her oldest, Homer Heche Lafoon, is 20 years old and is from her marriage with ex-husband Coleman Lafoon. Her youngest son, Atlas Heche Tupper is 13, and his father is Canadian actor James Tupper, with whom Heche had a 10-year relationship following her divorce from LaFoon. Heche is also survived by her mother, Nancy. According to a court petition filed by her eldest son, Homer, on August 31st, Heche died without a will, and Homer requested that he be named executor of his late mother's estate. However, on September 15th, Heche's ex-boyfriend, James Tupper, filed a probate petition objecting to Homer's bid, claiming that Heche emailed him a copy of her will in 2011, leaving him, Tupper, in charge of her estate. Then in a report by Rolling Stone, Tupper says that Heche nominated him to handle her affairs, allegedly stating in her email, my wishes are that all of my assets go to the control of Mr. James Tupper to be used to raise my children, and then given to the children. Tupper requested that the court honor Heche's final wishes and deny Homer's petition, which he alleges incorrectly claimed she died intestate. That's the legal term for when someone dies without a will. In Tupper's petition, he questioned both Homer's ability to carry out the executor role and his motives, noting that Homer is only 20 years of age and is unemployed and was estranged from Heche at the time of her death. While we don't know for certain whether or not Anne Hage had a will, or if the will Tupper describes is valid, given that there is so much confusion surrounding her will, 
the late actress most likely didn't have any trust set up either. Her failure to plan is likely to create a number of major problems for her two sons and other surviving loved ones. And it's with this in mind that this week and then um, next week, I'll talk a bit more about it. Um, I'll be discussing Haisha's estate planning mistakes and how those errors will likely impact her family and assets. And then from there, this will be more next week that I'm I'm talking about um, outlining what you can learn from this tragic situation and some of those steps that you can take to make certain that your loved ones never need to endure a similar situation. So first up, let's talk a bit about probate. It's just a needless ordeal and expense, guys. If you die without a will or with uncertainty around your will, as Hayes did, even if your estate plan includes a will alone, you're guaranteeing that your family will have to deal with the court process of probate upon your death and incapacity. This is a common misconception that I hear from clients um, and just the general public all the time. Doesn't a will help us avoid probate? And the answer is no. No, it doesn't. Like all court proceedings, probate can be long, costly, and just traumatic for your surviving loved ones. Until Haisha's estate completes the probate process, her assets will be mostly inaccessible to her heirs. As a result, her sons, Homer and Atlas, could be left without any financial support from their late mother for quite a significant amount of time. It will likely take many months just to locate all of her assets, and it's likely that some of those assets will get overlooked, and some may never be found. And all told, there's approximately $58 billion in unclaimed property across the United States. That's with a B, guys. And this is exactly how a great deal of it ends up there. It's just lost. And to ensure all of her assets are located and accounted for, Heche could have had a relationship with a lawyer who ideally would have created and maintained an inventory of her assets. Such an inventory not only makes creating your estate plan much easier, but most importantly, it allows your loved ones to know what you have, where it is, and how to access it if something happens to you. As your personal family lawyer, we and other personal family lawyers like me will not only help you create a comprehensive asset inventory, make sure it stays regularly updated throughout your lifetime. And to help get this process started, we actually have a free tool out there called the Personal Resource Map, and you can start creating your inventory right now. And to get started, there is a free training that we have available that talks you through this entire process, and then you can fill out your personal resource map. So. Um, the webinar that you're going to learn from is by my mentor, Allie Katz, the founder of Personal Family Lawyer, and um, you can get to that webinar by going to bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Easton Law P-R-M for Personal Resource Map. So B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash Easton Law P-R-M. And it'll take you to the webinar. Again, that's a, a free resource that we have available 
for you, and then you can access the um, the personal resource map to fill that out on, on online by going to um, bitly forward slash fill out your PRM. And as always, if you have any questions or anything um, like that surrounding the free resources that I have available for you, um, I highly recommend you just hop on my calendar um, by giving my office a call. Again, that's at 480-999-4455, and I'll be happy to help you out. And after you put your together your personal family resource map, our personal resource map, <laughs> you would then want to schedule a meeting with a personal family lawyer near you to review what you have and what happens to what you have if and when something happens to you. And then that allows you to choose an estate planning structure that helps keep you out of court and out of conflict and helps meet those important goals of yours. And what we know so far with regard to Anne Hayes is that she didn't seem to have a lawyer who created an inventory of her assets or who makes sure that her surviving family would stay out of court or even out of conflict. And as a result, her estate is likely to be stuck in probate for at least a year or more. And that assumes that everything goes smoothly and that there are no serious conflicts or disputes among Hayes' potential heirs or creditors which is all too common following a celebrity's death. And in fact, the surviving heirs and creditors fighting over the right to his vast fortune, it took more than six years for Prince's estate to be settled. The unnecessarily lengthy time frame is just one of the drawbacks of probate. The initial, or rather the unnecessary, expense of a probate is a whole other issue. And before Homer and Atlas can inherit a dime, a veritable army of other people and entities, attorneys, a personal representative, accountants, various advisors, creditors, and possibly the IRS must all be paid, and this is likely to seriously deplete Haitia's estate. Probate costs in California average 5% of the total value of the estate, leaving an estimated cost to her family of approximately $200,000 or more. Most of these fees could have been avoided with a properly established estate plan and with a lawyer to guide her and her family throughout her life and beyond. Last, and perhaps worst, probate is open to the public, so all of Haitia's dirty laundry will be fodder for the tabloids, as it already has been for so much of her life. Given the actress's past history with mental illness and her contentious relationships with her mother, ex-husband, and Ellen DeGeneres, the tabloids are likely to dig up plenty of dirt. Fortunately, there's a simple solution to ensuring your surviving loved ones will avoid the cost, time delay, and the public nature of probate upon your eventual death or potential incapacity. And this solution is not available just to rich celebrities, but to regular folks as well. With a well-counseled and drafted estate plan, likely including a living trust in addition to a will, and a trusted advisor to support it all. Homer and Atlas would have been able to access their late mother's asset without the need for any court intervention whatsoever, if that's what Hayes would have wanted. And alternatively, Hayes could have made it clear that she wanted Tupper controlling her affairs, and her lawyer could have confirmed that without dispute. And finally, as long as the trust is properly created and maintained, it will remain private. 
and the transfer of assets to your heirs can happen within the privacy of our office, not a courtroom, and on your family's time. This would have prevented the tabloids and other potential bad actors from gaining access to the details of Haitia's assets, her beneficiaries, and family conflicts, all of which will now readily be available for public consumption. Don't let your loved ones be left with a mess like Anhasia's family is dealing with right now. By using uh, the life and legacy process that we use as personal family lawyers, we'll work with you to put in place the right combination of estate planning solutions to fit with your asset profile, family dynamics, budget, as well as your overall goals and, de and desires. And next week, um, when I go into part two of this series next Tuesday, we'll discuss the type of trust that Heish could have used to pass on her assets to her two young sons. Now, if anything, Heish's untimely death is a vivid reminder that estate planning isn't just about planning for the distribution of one's assets after death, but also planning for incapacity and end-of-life care. With this in mind, <coughs> Also next week, we'll tr I'll discuss the estate planning tools that she should have had in place to deal with that time period following her terrible accident while she was in a coma. And until then, if any of this sounds like you need to have a, a further conversation with either me or another personal family lawyer so you can review an existing plan or get one started, then I highly recommend that you go to personalfamilylawyer.com to locate a personal family lawyer near you. Or again, you can hop on my calendar for a quick 15 minutes to see if we'd be a fit to work together by, and if you live in Arizona or Colorado, um, by calling my front office at 480-999-4455. And thanks so much for tuning in. This has been another episode of Family Wealth and Other Musings. And I look forward to talking to you a bit more tomorrow where we're going to be discussing the, um, not the, but we will discuss four financial hacks to help you kickstart your startup. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. I'm glad to have you here. I am your host, Becky Easton, and this has been Family Wealth and Other Musings. Have a great day.